it's weird being, I wouldn't even call myself like was locally famous. It was local news famous in that you would go somewhere and you feel people looking at you. That, that. You, and nope. they, they know they know you from somewhere, but they can't put their finger on it. And I've had people be like, hey, where are you from? No, what, what do you do? How do I know you? Like, I don't know. How do you know me? Well, actually, then, of course, I had, oh, do you watch the news? No, I don't watch the news. Do you watch Saints games? Yeah, I watch Saints games. That. That's where. Glad to have you here. I'm Carter Simino, host of Acadiana Cast Presents, and today we are talking to News 15 Today's Alex Worstel. Now, this podcast has been a long time coming for me, and the first episode, I wanted to kind of tell the story of how I got here, former news anchor turned podcaster. And there's no better person to help do that than my good friend and former co-anchor, Alex Worstel. Alex is the morning news anchor for News 15 Today in Lafayette, Louisiana, the Cantonite turned Cajun sat down with me to talk about our time together on the news desk, what it's like being less locally famous than her husband, despite the fact that she's on TV, and some inside baseball on how local news kind of works, and plus why she also adopted Louisiana as her home, and there's much, much more. Uh, I love Alice like a big sister, and it was great to get back on air together in some sorts. Um, and I, I hope you enjoy this. But before we get to the interview, I really want to talk to y'all about the Rise Physical Therapy and Sports Lab. Now, Rise Physical Therapy and Sports Lab is not your typical physical therapy clinic. In 2020, physical therapists Carrie Hoffpower and Roddy Oquan fused their passions for sports medicine and performance, treating the unique needs of the active female and battling chronic disease and obesity to form a unique and holistic approach to treating every client who walks in the door. Their individualized approach focused on each patient's personal goals, wishes, and lifestyle allows them to think outside the box and create a unique program that suits every client's needs. Their Healthy Habits for Living program continues today to help those achieve sustainable weight loss goals and a healthy lifestyle. And in 2022, Carrie and Roddy added Rocksteady Boxing Acadiana as they realized the need to serve the continually growing community of those battling Parkinson's disease. I'm actually working on a story that will be on the Acadiana Cast YouTube channel about Rocksteady Boxing Acadiana. Um, it's just a really, really powerful and unique program that's uh, all across the country, but we got one here in Acadiana through Rise Physical Therapy and Sports Lab. Really cool stuff they're doing again uh, over there. Again, striving to maintain a holistic approach and meet the needs of all of their clients, experienced occupational therapists and speech therapists therapists rather were soon added to the team to provide a complete array of services available rise does pride themselves in having an amazing staff and in their newly constructed and beautiful facility they hope that each client feels at home when they walk through the doors and will know they have listening ears and a caring staff to address their needs i can speak on that um, just this week uh, of recording these intros I went to Rise. I've been dealing with some lower back issues, and they got me right in, uh, addressed my my symptoms, uh, kind of talked to me about what was going on. Been dealing with some back pain for a couple years, and man, they they really 
treated me really well. They gave me some dry needling, used some sort of laser on my back, gave me some stretches to, to do in the morning and night. And if I'm getting sore and I'm honestly, I'm already feeling, uh, feeling better, but I'm definitely going to go back, um, rise that really take care of you over there. Beautiful place. Um, in Lafayette, their, their, their offices. For more information, give them a call at 337-261-9188 or check out their website at risepTLA.com. That's 337-261-9188, risepTLA.com. Now, without further ado, Acadiana Cast presents Alex Horstel. So, Alex. Yes. What are your DMs like? Oh, well, this will not shock you. I, I probably, I don't even look at him. Really? Yeah, I have like, well, I ha- I checked. I have eight from my mother, <laughs> just sending me random dog things. And other than that, I really don't, I don't check them. It's like like your profession. You have a professional account. Oh, that's the one I'm talking about. Not like, not like your. I don't check those either. Yeah, that seems like a dangerous game. Oh yeah. Oh no, no, no. I, I last time I checked those. You know how it is. Hi, what are you doing? Well, in the middle of the show. It's a, it, it's. I love the the hi. What are you doing right now? As, you, are as you I, available to chat? That's what it is. Are you available to chat? Got That's that a lot it is. too. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. Uh, I. I really felt for my my female coworkers and and women of all like yeah. <laughs> like for for the first time I always thought like oh you got a DM like whatever just ignore it but then I started getting them and I was like okay this is this is weird I can't imagine what y'all are getting. Oh yeah. No. I. But I really don't. I don't check them. But, I'm so bad at social media. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pull this a little closer to you. Okay. Perfect. Um, so, I mean, but you've probably seen like some of your other coworkers and whatnot, some of the stuff they get. Like one of the girls got like flowers all, all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, we actually, she got flowers today. Not a secret admirer. It was like, I forget who, but yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, there's some strange rangers out there. Do you think that would be like that no matter what market you're in? Do you think it's any sort of Acadiana specific? Oh, I'm sure it would be probably worse right like the bigger the market like the more exposure right right i don't i don't know but that's good that you don't (laughs) you mostly just ignore the but what if someone's like trying to reach out to you for like a news tip or something hope they email me because (laughs) no i really i'm i don't check like my professional page dms i mean we could check them but that'd be a fun thing to check yeah (laughs) i mean i just let's say that for another episode yeah we probably have to review some of them first Sometimes we get like the like people will comment on things, but I'm so weird about all you know. I'm I'm weird. So how long have you been in Lafayette? Oh gosh, six years. Six years. Yeah. And uh, who's more famous, your husband Jace Conrad or you? Hands down, Jace. Still. Still. Oh my gosh, it's not even. People still don't know that either a we're married or b I'm on TV or yeah. Still, Jace, a hundred percent. Do you still go by on, on air, Alex Horstel? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. I haven't slapped the Conrad on there yet. No, I would. I need to do that, don't I? I don't know if you do or not. I did. I know. It's kind of nice, right? It's like, well, it's, it's one thing that, like, you know, you put out your own, like, be your own person. You yeah. Be, like, let Horstel be a thing. But yeah. The other, the other side of it's like, I guess there's the brand, the name recognition of being a Conrad in no. South Louisiana. I mean, it's funny because I mean, you remember after we got married, it took me a whole two and a half years to even like. Uh, legally legally change, change it. it no reason other than i just kind of kept putting it off but yeah no it's it's crazy 100 percent him it's wild so 
you went to Dayton. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're Go from you're from Canton, Ohio. Yeah, home of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You're like the only person that knows that here. <laughs> <clears throat> sad, sad Cleveland Browns fan. Yes, Cleveland Guardians. Guardians are guards are good. Cavs aren't terrible. Cavs, yeah, not a nice young squad. What are the Pelicans since what three and thirteen? Oh yeah, they. Um, it's 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 a sad factory right now for the New Orleans Pelicans. It's so funny because. I hear about them a lot when they're doing well from certain coworkers, and then when they're not, it's just. I mean, that's that's kind of the typical New Orleans sports fan, really. Is uh, we'll, no, we'll, we'll gas you up when you're, <laughs> when whenever you're doing well. But if you're struggling, I mean, there's so many bandwagon fans that hopped on during the Sean Payton Drew Brees. I was gonna say when the Saints lost Carter, you took it personally. Uh, yeah, it ruined it ruined your at least first three days of the week. Now here's the thing: next year with the Saints, if they do lose like i actually i want i wanted to be the year of the tank yeah i want to i, I want to tank all yeah. year and and you know have a loss not i'd be a little beat up about it maybe for like a minute but the ultimate goal is to tank 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 until you get potentially caleb williams from usc quarterback oh, in the next round okay that's the play thinking ahead there okay um they did beat the rounds in like negative 42 degree weather. i i was surprised that there were any fans I was game. surprised that they were allowed to play in that. That, that was so cool. Like, weren't they telling people who were in the nosebleeds, you have to come down yeah. or you might freeze it up? Mm-hmm. That's it so It was insane. like it, brutal. Like, just shouldn't have been out there. But, hey, they still won. Beat, <laughs> beat Deshaun Watson, our star. So what did, what did you major in mm-hmm. at Dayton? Communications. It was like mass comm. And how quickly after graduation did you start getting into media? Right away. I... I mean, I mainly did sports. Like, I didn't really get into the news side of things until I moved here, which I thought was going to be a temporary thing. And they had, like, a news reporting job open. I'm like, ah, while I'm here, why not? And then the rest is history. Here we are. I liked it. I enjoy news. So, yeah, actually, I looked up your <laughs> your bio earlier on... Is it still blank? Uh, well, no, on your, on your LinkedIn... It's, oh, gosh. It says, Alexandria Alex Horstel is a knowledgeable sports buff with a passion for all things sports. This is my LinkedIn? Uh-huh. This is uh, some sort of... It was probably from my... <laughs> she is known for her enthusiasm, competitive edge, mm. and her genuine personality. A career in sports broadcast is the best of both worlds for Alex. It allows her to interact with people while sharing a huge part of who she is through sports. Wow. That was short-lived. Yeah. Still love it, though. I, I, you know, you realize that... It then becomes a job, right? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. no longer like yeah, your you, hobby. You, what you you were always like you should be you should be in sports. You should be in sports. And, I feel that way about you, right? Still that, now, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. And and I I always said like once I kind of like got the saw how the sausage was made. I was like I don't know. I feel like I might fall out of love with sports. Like the thing that I love to do is like as a hobby or just enjoy my entertainment will then become work, and that always kind of freaked me out. No, that's so true, because we saw it behind the scenes. But I do think sports radio would be super cool, because you just do this. Like, you just get to sit around and discuss sports. You do have a little bit of a sports radio background, and uh, I think part of either your internship or something, you recorded a commercial. Okay. Um, And you don't have to pull this up, Carrie, but we do have the audio for it. Let's see what this is. What? This event is exclusive and limited to a select number, so purchase your Moonlight Serenade tickets in advance by calling 1-877-359-5235. You sound like a baby. Online at wildernesscenter.org. I don't tickets are $25. Oh my gosh. Where are you? I am... Wow. I, I did a little deep. Your creeping skills have gotten so good. I, I feel like I learned my creeping skills on the news. Absolutely. Like, like... 
so for those who don't know, if you're a, like a, a multimedia journalist, right? What is commonly known as just a reporter, a field reporter. Yeah. You, you wake up, you go to work and you pitch like three story ideas of what you kind of want to cover the day. Maybe there's right. like, there maybe there's a story that the news director is like, Hey, like this is big. We should, you're going on this. Yeah. And especially if you're new right out of college, you don't have that many contacts and whatnot. So right. most of your morning is digging, looking for people just to say yes to an interview. And I feel like with the current state of how distrust of the media there is, that became a, a very challenging oh, yeah. thing to do. So, For sure. Um, but, and also, we just got good at it over the, you know, mm -hmm. just we could look people up in an instant. Right, but so that's kind of where like the stalking came from. Right. It's like, okay, I can, I, I'm gonna deep dive and find, find I you. I thought this was, this was supposed to be about you, right? How you got here. I mean, we can talk about whatever, whatever you want, but I do want to focus a little bit more on your, on your sports reporting. Mm. Here's another, you can pull this up on the uh, the full screen so Alice can watch it. Um, and then we're gonna go ahead and just play this for you. Oh. We were with the fans, we were with the bands, we were pretty much everywhere tonight. But Alex, where did you start off? All right, first stop for me tonight was Beachwood at oh, Kirkland. My. Let me tell you why most fans, including myself, were hovered under blankets, or me wishing I had one. So where is this? Kirkland cheerleaders were full of that energy and having a blast. All right, from there, is in I Cleveland, went to Ohio. Hudson and Menor, okay. And I caught up with the Menor cheerleaders just as they were enjoying donuts at halftime. Okay. Might have been cold, but it's never too cold for donuts. Never too right, cold for donuts. That is so true. Okay, to this day. Okay, tonight. so I was. I was an intern, and they did, like, uh, the big football Friday. I loved it. It was really cool. And then I would just basically run their social media and then get to go to, like, the big games of the week. It was fun. Pass out merch, you know. I do That, that is something I definitely miss about uh, the local news is, like, those, those Friday nights and kind of, like, going from, like, place to place in, like, small town Louisiana yeah. and seeing some, some of the different cultures and how people – reacted to games and whatnot that's yeah that's the fun stuff that's kind of what it's all about you know mm -hmm. i like that too but yeah that was so long ago carter i don't know where you found that <laughs> yeah. like, i literally was probably like 20 years uh, it is on the alex horsdell youtube channel which oh. has four subscribers four four subscribers this, Wonder who? This, <laughs> probably your mom is one of them mm -mm. <laughs> someone who's a big fan of your of your high school sports work maybe Anywho. <laughs> so you were doing some sports in Ohio, mm -hmm. and then you went to Florida oh or gosh. Chicago? Then it just all, yeah. So I moved to Chicago um, for an internship there. It was, it was short. I realized very quickly to live in Chicago and enjoy it, um, you have to make money. Otherwise, you just spend the majority of your time working. I was working like at two different restaurants and it, I mean it was fun but at the same I would like to redo it now you know so you were you were working news and restaurant job or you were just doing the restaurant I was the sports and the restaurant okay but and like, you and you you like nice things you have to have a good time and so you, you wanted to afford to do some exactly. of those things in an expensive city like Chicago couldn't really do those things though you know I mean I remember like at the time I paid all of my I had like $37 to my name. That's where the goldfish obsession came from. Oh really? Yeah, cuz that's I would just get that big tub of goldfish and that's that's what I would eat. Still do. Yeah, that's essentially like what she's just fiending in between commercial breaks yeah. for the morning news. I've real I've changed. I mean, I still I just switch up those silly bars, you know. I'm still a diet coke fiend from my news days. Mm. We were talking about you today because um you don't like coffee, or do you now? No, don't like coffee. It makes me yeah. sick. It's like Kara was asking me earlier, like, "Got coffee?" I was like, mm -mm. "Oh, thank you." It is so wild. 
So crazy to me to this day. We were all talking about it. But anywho. There's a coffee enthusiast who wants me to help him make a podcast, and it's giving me a little bit of anxiety knowing that I'm going to be. no idea what. Well, no, it's not about the content. It's or about being around being the smells. Around it. Like, mm-hmm. it's, you truly are like a pregnant lady. Yeah. Your first trimester. God. Well, that's the thing. My mom, like, everyone in my family loves coffee, but whenever she was pregnant with me, she couldn't walk down a coffee aisle without getting sick. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And then I come along and just. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it's a weird. Wow. Like, I guess, like, it was somewhere in me. I was like, nope, don't like that. And so, because she was carrying me, she, she didn't like it either. That's kind of crazy. Same with my mom and my brother and peanut butter. Similar story. I wonder if it's that or if it's like because of all the hormones and whatnot. Like she didn't like it and like that got passed down to me. Maybe so. I mean, does your brother drink it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the first question I asked your mom. I was like, so do you like coffee? She's like, a lot. Yeah, yeah, I need it. (laughs) So crazy. (laughs) I raised raised two boys. (laughs) God bless. Yes. So you in the Chicago area. Um, which you always talk very fondly of your time there. I love Chicago. It's a wonderful place. For people from around maybe Acadiana or maybe out in internet land who's not from that area who wants to go visit, what's like the, what's like a food type place that might, maybe locals be like, eh, it's kind of touristy, but. Portillo's. Portillo's. Hands down. You'd love it. It's so good. It's like a (laughs) Italian beef fast food restaurant, but like really good. And you want to go sit down and eat. But also, you have it at grad parties. You get it shipped to you. I mean, it is so good. I, all of my roommates in college were from Chicago. And their parents would just, like, ship us these large vats of Italian beef from Portillo's. So good. I definitely need to check out Portillo's. Oh, my gosh. I almost went to Chicago. We had a bunch of friends going up. I remember. But the, 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 I think the pandemic kind of put a stop to that. And, and that is when everything just came to a screeching halt. Yeah, that's kind of when I fell out of love with the I was going to say, when news. did we get to transition to all that? Oh, uh, we can talk about it. So, I mean, that's essentially um, why I started Acadiana Cast. This is, Acadiana Cast Presents is the kind of the flagship show of the network. Yeah. Um, and it's just, whenever I was on the news, um, I got... I didn't like words coming out of my mouth, coming out of my mouth that weren't mine. Um, I felt like uh, journalists were supposed to hold truth to power. Instead, we became kind of spokesmen for local government and whatnot. When there were questions that should have been asked that we now know are definitely should have been asked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I just I just kind of fell out of love with it. Obviously, the mornings I didn't like, and that was weighing on my mental health. And right. Whatnot. Well, and I think too, we went from having. It wasn't a job. We had so much fun. Yes, it was awful getting up that early, but we had a blast. Mm -hmm. Like, it was not, I mean, we really just got to sit. I mean, we would have cereal in the A block. So, like, to go from that to, I I, honestly, someone asked me the other day, like, so when, when did Carter, like, quit or, like, not like news anymore? I was like, oh, I mean, it was the pandemic. Like, it was for all of us just, like, we yeah i mean how long are we going to keep doing this i think people in south louisiana they work as a means to an end for the most part and i've said this before i don't know if i've said it on a podcast or not but that um sure there are people who are career driven and they don't want to work hard and do well be successful but that end is celebrating the joys of life with families and friends at a Mm -hmm. crawfish boil at a tailgate at a music festival you know and when i had to wake up every single morning and tell them that their day is going to suck or that the world's coming to an end and here's today's covid numbers it, w- it just kept it was awful it was weighing on me and that's what we did mm-hmm. and we're so good at like i don't know you become immune to all of the things that was really hard not to and, and that's not and that's not for me to to shit on my my old uh station oh, everyone no. did. It, I, oh my gosh i mean the uh, it, yeah but 
for us, I think it was exceptionally hard because we went from this kind of fun, loving, goofy show where we had a good time and we every day to just like you said, the the COVID number. By the end of it, like I mean, we, we were like, we're done, we're <laughs> done reading the numbers. Like it was just, I mean, a very serious thing that I don't know. We just our whole take on it was we're a sense of normalcy for so many people so why would we change that right you know? yeah i mean there was definitely a place where we we definitely should have covered it and talked about absolutely, it absolutely um yeah. but yeah to to wake up like good morning katiana here's why your day sucks no and that's, and that's where for you i think at least i saw the like i mean <laughs> i mean this didn't really affect me as much but there was a kind of like a precursor before that we uh, had a producer who's doing really w w good things in new orleans yeah. now um but i remember she was her it was her first job and like she would just litter the a block with like all the death all of like the, the, the trauma that was happening every car wreck big hard news girl yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, I, and i remember a couple times we were like can you can you give us a little bit of Lighten here's what to look forward to yeah no it's 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 a lot it is a lot and it all kind of depends on your news director at the time or uh -huh. like because everybody kind of has their own idea of like what morning tv should be yeah and kind of explain that uh for those who don't know about kind of the ins and outs of like a local news station um like with like a news director for example or really any sort of talent or people working there uh, a small station like in lafayette in the 121st market or wherever we are now it's a revolving <laughs> door of people it's there's so much turnover in this in the, in, in the industry that it's so hard to in a small market like this to have a consistent product it is uh we we luck out because aside from carter um <laughs> We we re our our morning show's pretty tight. Like we we've got a a really good group. I mean, we always have. Like we just luck out. We get really great people. Um, but no, you're right. For the most part, it, it's when you are a quote unquote starter market. People come here and they're just. I mean, we're a stepping. So I always compare it to minor league baseball. Everybody starts out in these little small towns that no one's ever heard of, and then you're just trying to make your way to the big leagues, which is what, like top 20, top 10 market. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, it, it is difficult. Um, I think it, now, I mean, we, we're, we're big contract people these days. Yeah. So that helps a little bit just to keep some consistency. But no, I mean, when it was, uh, I mean, no, it, w people would leave every day. We'd get great producers and it's like, oh, off to New Orleans I go. And you're just like, okay. <laughs> and we start over. Mm -hmm. But um, no, it's it's a little better now that way. I think contracts help a lot. But no, it's it's hard. It is difficult because you meet a lot of great people and it affects the whole station, right? It, it just one person can you're like, oh wow, okay. Especially the talent aspect, but producers too, they are like equally as important. So. Yeah, when you get a, a, a producer <laughs> who you gel with and and they're, they they're good at their job and then they're gone, they they leave. It's it's really it's like bad. something's ripped from you. No, it it is, and it's. I mean, I, if Lauren left tomorrow, I'd be like, "Do I love this? I don't know." Just because <laughs> we have become so close, and she's so good at what she does. Shout out Lauren Jones. Yeah, she's gonna go do like big things. Where, but she's also realized like, wait, I, and Adam too. Uh, Adam Olivier, meteorologist, wonderful, the best there is. Um. We have such an opportunity here, though, you know, to really just do what we want to do and make mm -hmm. the show what we want. And then, you know, if you want to move on, great. If not, you have the, the chance to stay. Yeah. 
Um, whenever, let's say, about a month ago, I was uh, helping someone with a podcast, and his guest came in, and um, I think the the host was said to him like, "Yeah, the Carter was on the the local news," and he goes, "Oh, you were the irreverent guy." Oh my god! I was like, "I, I, yes, I, I guess I was, but <laughs> I wouldn't put it in the, the, those terms." But I did get in fights with with corporate about not wearing a tie. If that makes me irreverent, I loved it. It was great. I was right there. I was like, he doesn't need to wear the tie. No, I, and, and that's the whole thing about like consultants. <laughs> it's like, in order to justify their pay, they got to tell you something, right? But and that was that it, was though. the note. That was we the, weren't kidding anything. It was just uh, we think your viewers aren't rising because you're not wearing a tie and people can't take <laughs> yeah. you seriously. What? Yeah. What? That, yeah, that that was that was tough. That was and just I don't know. Uh, local news is changing so much. It's mm -hmm. evolving. It's it's not even the same from when you were there. You know. Well, because yeah, think about it. Like so much so much information you get right on your phone, and so it's 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 almost an outdated thing in a way. So to to no, try to try one, and be it one hundred percent is to try and be creative and and figure out like how to make your show work. It's an, it's ever evolving and and how you do it and it just it just wasn't for me anymore. And I kind of saw the writing on the wall there and. And uh, wanted to kind of work for myself, and and, and you always knew that. I feel like mm -hmm. the news team was. I mean, that was your first job out of college, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll never forget when, at the, when you got hired. It was like me and who else? Maybe two other reporters. Mm -hmm. Phil. Phil Boudreau and Taylor, right? Yeah. Did, where was she just strictly news? Well, yeah, well, she, she she had just started in the noon, but she was also. <laughs> Being doing the and reporter thing as well. I remember our uh, news director at the time and Pauline. Oh, okay. Paulina. Paulina, yeah. Our news director at the time. He's like, uh, so I hired a reporter, and he'll you know be day side with you. And I was like, great. Who is he? Eh, just like this frat guy musician. I'm like, okay, mm, <laughs> that'll be great. Okay, uh, but then luckily. You loved sports and knew everything there was to know. I was like, okay, this will work. Yeah, we yeah we gelled pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> Which is another thing that is huge. Like you, especially with the co-anchor thing, I feel like that is taken for granted so very much. I mean, I think me especially. I think I took that for granted. You think it's easy to just like, oh, we got mm -hmm. no. Mm -mm. Yeah, no. Like uh, chemistry on air is. Uh, I don't want to say a rare thing. No, it is. Because so much of it is, I mean, you got to be on. You're, you're performing in a way. Mm -hmm. We didn't really have to do that. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was a very, like, I feel like I was 100, I was very much myself, you know? Mm -hmm. And even watching it back, because Al Bear still to this day is like, it's magic. It was TV magic. I mean, we, it was as if we were having a conversation, you know, like how we were on air is... Speaking of Al Bear, Al oh. Bear, let's let's go back to the full screen, Carrie, and uh, take a little view of this real quick. Oh, gosh. This is the Adam, our camera guy. Here you go. Take that, Adam. He's going to eat this and shoot this at the same time. Look at that. That's how cool <laughs> these cake pops are. Adam's eating one. He's shooting this. We're going to go back to you in the studio for more News 15 today while we discover easy cake to eat right here at the cake bar. Al would never lie about Adam actually trying it, would, would he? No, I 100% believe that Adam just He's currently chowing down. Look, Adam, Adam, chose Adam, the mo stick. Adam, move Can the camera the up stick? and down if you're actually eating it. Up there, he got it. Yep. <laughs> nice. Okay. Figured. Alrighty. Well, thanks, guys. We'll check back in just a bit. We sure will. So that there was like little moments like that that were just kind of rip off the genuine off the cuff. though. Yeah. 
can't, like, and it's so funny because you went like this to me, like, before, and I, I mean, I, I just knew exactly what you meant. Like, okay, say what you have to, those are the things that you, you take for granted, or I say you, that Alex <laughs> took for granted, I guess, because we just had such a genuine, like, really easy relationship on air mm -hmm. so and and that's something that i did that that gave me a lot of gratification when i was on the show is the ability to take risks and and do things off the cuff like that and it's funny too because i, I realize now that i trust it like i knew if i i was like like weakness what like it was fine because like you had it like he's got it no problem that's another thing where like oh. It's hard. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's very hard because I guess we didn't have to build that, right? Because we were friends first as like reporters. Right. So then, it yeah, it's it it's a process. It take it takes some time. Um, I mean, it's it's doable, but it just makes it so much easier and so much more fun when it's when it's that you know. So, so being in a, a situation like that where like you're close with your co-anchor, yeah, um, and then you've you've been in situations where you, you've anchored with people who you're not you just don't vibe as well with, right? can you notice when you're watching other anchors or other talent whenever they're with someone that like ooh, i don't think they like each other kind of because it's just very it's just very morning it's like what you expect like two people just with their hands folded like good morning you know mm -hmm. you can tell when people genuinely are having a good time and they are enjoying what they're doing and the relationship and the conversations are genuine i mean Al, Aver, and Adam, I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, we could mm -hmm. giggle. Adam will, so, I mean. Yeah, sp speaking of unconventional, and we just showed Al there, okay. um, the the come up of Al Bear in news is something else. So just give us a quick little timeline of Al's involvement with the morning show. Okay, so when Carter and I started, right, on mm -hmm. the show, Al was our producer. He was our producer. And we talk about how you and I hated, like, the – super news heavy a blocks with shootings and the, but we also had to be like al can we can we eat the cereal in the b block like can <laughs> right. we try the new cereal and because he just wanted it to be total fun all the time um i will say this though everything that he wanted to implement and everything that like he said and all he's spot on with all of it, from the producing side to like where he's at now. Well, I think it was another news director, the same guy who, God bless him, he was the one that was like, these two, you and I, this is going to work. We're going to put them on the morning show. He was spot on in that. Um, he was the one that was like, let's put Al on air. Let's just try it. Let, let's do it. And and I, I mean, we were all for it. We were like, yes, like he'll, he will be great. Well, he did a couple of little like segments. Is that what it was? We had him that. come on, and he does his gas station gourmet, mm -hmm. right? So right. He, he's used to that. Yeah, but like, and so when Al was also the, the producer, he was in charge of getting guests, and so there, whoever the assistant producer was was typically like putting in the news and moving the stories around while he's just gabbling it up with whatever well, gas well, came into. He the, is literally just making coffee, getting coffee. Good to see you. How's your kids? Yes, very much so. We're having to sprint in guests last minute because he's been eating. Mike guests <laughs> last yeah. second because he was like, "Wait, do you take cream?" Yes, uh, very much so. He is still that person through and through. He is just, he is so good on air and it's because he's genuine. It's real. Like he, 
whatever he's doing, wherever he's at, he he's all in. And I think people feel that. I think Acadiana feels that. I mean, you asked me, like, okay, you or Jace as far as it. And then Al's the other person. So it's either are you Jace Conrad's wife or, or where is Al Bear? Like, that's that's what I get. So Wow. He No, he is killing it. He's doing a really awesome job. And then Adam's the other one because he does a fabulous job. Yeah. That goes to show you that, like, he didn't have, like, the, I guess the – the technical knowledge of like you know how to take in like notes from his ear while he's out there live or like mic placement or whatever but yeah. like but he was genuine and real and and, and, that's... and so like you come out with that first and i think you can build on like the small little technical aspects of it and he has because it's so hard to yeah you can have all the other things right but but also, but also he's he's just such a, a eccentric goofy personality that like when like if there is like a mistake with his mic live on air like it's it's, it was it's endearing like it was actually okay like if if you or I were out there and we didn't turn our mic on I mean hell would have froze over but when he does it we just keep us up in boxes like right. Al turn the mic on like it's You're like huh? yeah. <laughs> oh gosh yeah no he's he is wonderful like I I mean obviously. When you left, that was a huge... I went through, like, they joke, like, I went through a series of emotions, like a full breakup. Like, it was... Mm -hmm. But, I mean, luckily, I mean, I have Al, I have Al, but I don't know. If Al left, that that would be... That would be very, very tough for me, just because he's he's wonderful. He is. That's a a loud proclamation to her bosses. Yeah. (laughs) Do not buy her alley bear. Oh, no. No, no. I don't think they, 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 they wouldn't dare. He's probably. Well, we have a, our news director now. He's awesome. Like, mm-hmm. he just gets it. Like, he, he's all about, like, evolving and kind of. He, he gets morning TV, like, mm-hmm. and what it should be. So he's like, Al, you do you. Whatever. And, it, and it's been great because, yeah, it's kind of unconventional in a lot of ways, but he's still doing. I mean, he's highlighting new businesses and, and different. Th- I mean, he does a great job and it's worked. But so he's famous. You you've gotten so good at, at the morning thing. Um, but whenever like last was it last weekend you had to go and do yeah like the night side again. Is it is it hard to flip that switch? It's it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. Like so, I love uh, his name's Michael Crowley. He's another meteorologist. The kid is just energy and fun and nice. And he, d- he loves to come on the morning show to fill in because he's like, this is great. Well, now I, I now understand why he feels that way because, like, it's it, there is a huge difference between mornings and, and nightside. And <laughs> I was trying to, like, incorporate some sort of, like, toss to him the other night. Like, okay, Michael Crap. And it just goes to him and he's like, thank you, Alex. I'm like. Oh gosh, who is, who is that person? But I mean, that's it's just it's a totally different vibe. Mm-hmm. As it probably should be. You probably don't want to be all goofy and whatnot at the end of the night. Whenever. Well, probably not goofy, but it's all right to you know, you can smile probably. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> depending on the story. But right, yeah, there's a huge difference there. I don't, I, and also, I mean, that schedule. Like you didn't like the morning schedule. Mm-hmm. I could never ever do the night side thing. Were you an early riser growing up or anything? Yeah, always. I mean, my parents, they loved to say, I mean, I was just home for Christmas and they're always like, she never was a big sleeper. And I'm not. Like, I just need like four or five hours and I am good to go. Yeah, I, uh, I never got to meet your parents, um, but I met your sister and your brother at Corner Bar 
a oh. few months ago. And Reagan recognized me uh, like immediately. Yes. She gave me a big hug. And then like, you didn't see me. And I, I was like tapping on your shoulder. <laughs> and then like your your brother almost like bucked up to me. He was like, who the hell is this guy? Oh, and, God. <laughs> and then oh. you turn around and you're like, ah! I was like, yeah, okay. that was a, that was crisis a long, averted. Long day, long oh, day. Dude, old, old boy played uh, football for Ohio State, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, well, I mean. He, he walked on. Hey, that's more. But than he, <laughs> I will say, he. My five foot ten loves, ass. Loves. He's a big Joe Burrow guy, so I think therefore. I mean, I can never be a Joe Burrow guy when you were. Like I had to really just. Yeah, well, because I was, I was infatuated. Yeah, I know, but like you brought that out of Adam too, so it was very much so like two against one, just mm-hmm. the whole. Oh, so how, okay, okay. So, so answer, answer me. That. Okay, so you're you're a, Cle- you're a Cleveland Browns fan, uh, not a fan of the Cincinnati Bengals. You're in your division, same state, but like Bengals has always been like the Browns are the Browns are like a lovable loser. Cincinnati has always just been like Cincinnati's guys. always just over here. Yeah. Like nobody like even knew the Bengals like existed. So, They've been terrible forever as well. So so going through 2019 and seeing the 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 joy that it brought LSU fans to see Joe Burrow do all that and Jamar Chase and all those guys. What's it like seeing Louisiana fans now like adopting the Bengals as like a team to root for? I think that's cool. I think for me because it's I don't know. Maybe it's just like because I notice it, but in so many ways, I find that like there's like these Louisiana Ohio connections. So mm-hmm. I, I like that part of it. Um, and I do like. How do you not like Joe Burrow? I don't know. But yeah, no. Like if it, if it. Were you, and this was like, oh, I mean, I would, you'd never know. I would just, (laughs) I mean, if only people knew, we would be in like full-blown screaming arguments over like, I don't, I mean, who, Baker Mayfield? Is that what I was arguing for? Probably. I don't know. And then we'd be like, and we're back. (laughs) Yeah. Tech Talk with Chris Ritter. I mean, it just, I think we, we, Adam and I joke about that a lot. But yeah, I mean. I feel, I feel like I made the producers nervous a lot. Of the amount, like the, how close I would get Carter. to being on air before I would shut it's up. It's so funny. Like <laughs> the camera operators are just like, you never fail us. You you get to two every time. But then I'm like, I got yeah. be there. As long as, as long as you're in my ear, we're I good to go. I just need to get to two. Like, yeah, but we had a guest the other day and she's like, they're counting down. They're like eight, seven. I'm like, yes. Yeah, so then. And, it, and she's like, <laughs> I'm like, it's. Don't worry about it. We'll, yeah, we'll get fine. there. We'll get there. But yeah, I don't know. What How, are we talking about? The sports deal? Oh, just like what's it like having like Bengals fans here now in South Louisiana, being from Ohio. But you say you like it, or or just like well, Joe yeah, Burrow supporters, I, mean, I guess. But the LSU thing's different. Mm-hmm. That's all different, you know. Just because my family was diehard Ohio State fans. Majority of this state is diehard LSU. But my your, sister went to Alabama. But but your in laws are all Cajuns fans. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. They oh very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't LSU who. Yeah, Cajun there. royalty. Uh, Jace Conrad, your husband, just got inducted into the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. Wait, you'll kind of giggle at this. He uh, he comes home last night. He's like, oh, kind of bummed. So he coaches like a thirteen-year-old, fourteen-year-old team. Great kids. He loves it. I secretly love it as well. They have awesome families. Anywho. He comes home and he's like, so bummed. I said, why? He's like, um, they asked me to maybe like do some radio things for UL, like for, for baseball. And, and I can't because I coach this stuff. And I'm like, I'm thinking, wow, you'd be so good at that too. Like that, like what a bummer. And then I'm like, 
No, that might be too close for con- like a lot of media things going on. Maybe not. You just stay in your little coaching. I can't even imagine. Because then it would be like, oh, well, he's done the radio. Can he fill in next week? Like, right. I can just see it now. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> um, well, talking about um, Jason, you know, baseball and whatnot, I really love what the university has done with, I guess, the kind of culture around UL baseball. It's really like more so probably than any other sport at UL. I wish it's, you it's guys really knew like what baseball was like up north. You don't even know that it exists. Because think about it. I mean, it could snow in May. Right. You know? So I just remember, like, even in high school, like, they had tryouts in the gym because of the snow. Like, it's just, it's not it's not a big thing at all. So for it to be what it is here is so cool to me. And mm-hmm. even, like, when my family comes, they're like, this is nuts. It is really cool. All of it. And I, I love what kind of the, the city is starting to do more things to make, I guess, the game day experience better in that, like, now you see on Bertrand, they're bringing the wrong iron people from New Orleans are building, like, an outdoor dog-friendly restaurant on Bertrand, kind of across from the legends on Bertrand. Did I know that? I don't know. Did you? No. Oh, yeah. It's coming. That was your thing. <laughs> you were good at that stuff. Yeah. I'm still waiting on that one restaurant that you told me about that I tell everyone, yeah, Carter's and they have one in, was it, like, Baton Rouge oh, 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 uh, oh, the chimes. Yes, yeah. I'm like, that's my go-to. Yeah. Two years later, I'm like, no, 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 Carter said No, it's, really it's good. I think it's coming. Uh, shout out Ben Powers with Developing Lafayette. Yeah. Also has a podcast, The T, which is on the Acadia and the Cast Network. That's where I get all my information from. Yeah, I know. He really is on top of it. Well, you know, the, today we were just talking about the French press is going to be on Ambassador, like where Brick and Spoon was. They're, they're adding a second they're one. They're adding a second one. Yeah. Wow. So that'll be wonderful. That's 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 a good thing because it's a great thing. I don't know if you've ever tried going the French fries on on a Sunday. You almost can't get in. No, you, you can't. Oh no, you can't. And I think this one will have air. So that'll be great. I'll get Jace to go now. So what are your what are your, some of your your, your other stomping grounds around Lafayette? Like food wise. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. We were just joking about this. I think for three years straight, literally. Every Wednesday or at least once a week have gotten Zorba. You know, I, still. I had it for the first time Stop recently. That. Got it recently. Mm-hmm, got it door dashed. I was like, oh, that, that was the place I always used to talk about all the time. It it held up. Zorba, I think, is hands down my favorite. Love it so much. Um, where else do we go? Oh, <laughs> Fat Pats. Live for Fat Pats. Which They're, one? <laughs> the one on Westmark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, their burger wraps. We also probably get those once a week, too. We are creatures of habit, the Conrads. Yes, we are. Uh, but no, love those, too. But then, I don't know. I feel like you go to a lot of cool places. Um, I've, you know, being closer to downtown now, oh, yeah. um, I go, you know, kind of flock around that area. And that's downtown is always very fascinating to me. Like all the like the restaurants that just pop up and break and go down. And <laughs> like, like, I love the idea of creating a sustainable downtown. Um, I don't know. I can't begin to act like i know like how to do it like more parking probably is a key to that but at the other yeah. at the same time they're building more residential places and and whatnot and uh since my time in in lafayette jefferson street has become really really nice yeah yeah um, but but it but there is kind of a revolving door of of places on jefferson street where where's you i mean where do you go corner bar like where are you hanging out these days like, um, where are your spots uh grouse room Rock okay. and roll, uh, places that have good music. I haven't been to Showbox yet. Um, what is that? It is on. Uh, it's on Congress behind Rouse's, the old uh, I think Max's pool hall. Um, but it's it's a music venue now called the Showbox. 
Cool. Um, and they, they look like they're bringing some great artists around here. Um, outside of like- the old Fast Eddie's, Carter. Fast Eddie's? Oh, okay. Wait, no, I actually do Fast know. Eddie's, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. Max, exactly. is, Max is somewhere else on, I think, yeah. Pinhook. I don't know where that is. Very cool. Um, and uh, River Ranch area, I like, I like Tap Room. Big Tap Room guy. I could see that. I, I, I totally see him. I played there a few times as well, too, and that's always a, a great- a great show. Really? Mm -hmm. uh, for for a couple of years, I had the Thursday night gig, the weekend leading into Christmas. Do you see now why the mornings worked out so well for Carter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. Do you I, see why getting up at 2 a.m. was totally yeah, your I, thing? Yeah, creature of the night. And I had a lot of, I couldn't play any week weekday gigs. And some of them would go to like one. one Morning's more. very hard if you are young and single. And because, I mean, that's. That is your prime. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be out meeting people, doing the, and to be like, well, we can we can go out at five thirty, but I've got to be, you know, like mm -hmm. it's it's tough. What is your bedtime? I'm the worst. I mean, nine, nine thirty. What if the Browns are playing on Monday Night Football? Oh, it's. I mean, I'll I'll listen to the whole post game. It's eleven thirty. The whole fine. the whole post game. The whole post game on the radio. I I have problems. I, love I that. wish they knew, you know. What's your What's your favorite? Which, as a fan, what's your favorite time to listen to like Cleveland Brown sports radio? Right after our show. <laughs> okay. The Odyssey app. Shout out. They have a. I can like rewind. I li live for ninety two three. The fan. Their Cleveland sports radio morning show. They are fabulous. They're They're so great. They make me feel like I'm right at home. But I can listen to their show right after. Ours is over. Right, so I, I can't remember how many times the show would end, <laughs> and you know, I, I would I would go like debrief somewhere, uh, <laughs> okay. aka go probably take I a shit, <laughs> debrief, <laughs> cry, cry, <laughs> uh, like expound the demons, and I would come back, and Alex is like sitting on her computer with her her earpods in yeah. or whatever, and she's like cracking up, like listening. To I'm she's serious, like, and she's not even like responding to anybody. She's just like by herself, going. <laughs> But these guys, you should hear this. No, and I think, I, I was just saying, I think if I were to move home, because Cleveland's like a big TV market. Like, people mm -hmm. want to be there. Like, yeah. I was just talking to one of the girls that we work with, and she was like, yeah, I think I, I want to look at Cleveland. I'm like, should. Um, I would want to I would want to be on there. I would want to be like the girl on their radio show. Like, they, they have so much fun. It's that same genuine, like, I live, for, I, I, I live for that. I've realized now that I think that's why I enjoy this job so much is because of the you, the Al, the ad, like, the real mm -hmm. relationships that kind of, I don't know, transpire, and then they, you can see them on it. It's, I'm not as good, you're, you're pretty good at the, like, performing stuff, too. Like, you, you can... I could turn it on. I'm not as good at that. Like, I feel like I very much so just wear all my... <laughs> yeah. Like, if I'm not into it, I'm like, oh, okay. So, I don't know. But I do. I, I No, I love Cleveland Sports Radio. What's the... Um, what was the biggest adjustment? I mean, you, I mean, you already talked about you lived in... Obviously, grew up in Ohio. Lived in Chicago, Florida. What part of Florida? <laughs> uh, it was like Northport. You know, this is terrible. You know, like the Gabby Petito case? Oh, Yeah. That's where uh, the boy, what's his name, Brian Laundry. Mm -hmm. That's where we lived. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put <laughs> Northport on the map there. Mm -hmm. uh, Loved it though. Love Florida. And then down to Lafayette. What? So you you've seen all kind of different cultures and whatnot. Your sister lived in New York and L.A. I think she's still in New York. 
Uh, so what have you found about Lafayette? And obviously your husband lives here and his family's here and he's got a deep emotional attach- attachment to here. But what is it about Louisiana that kind of wanted to make you think about staying compared to other places besides the marriage aspect? The people. That was it. Like, And I, I thank God for the News 15 and, and doing the whole news route because I was like, this is such a cool place. And I'm talking, I mean, I mean, like the Bro Bridges, like Eunice, like those are, there are just so many like really kind, cool, interesting people that live here. And it just blew my mind that, like at first you're almost like taken aback because Midwest folks are very nice, like, but it's a different kind of nice. Like they're the type where like, no, you're going to call first. <laughs> you're not just going to like show up. But here, I mean, everyone is just like, what do you need? Come over. Let's. And, and I loved that. You know, how's your mom and dad? Right. And and it's it's funny because. For as much as like I'll joke even and I'll be like that. I'm probably I after six years, like I'm very much so. I'm fully immersed. I remember like the first time I heard you say y'all and I made a big like fuss about it in the, the newsroom. I was like, can you believe what she just said? She just said y'all. She's one of us now. Carter used to purposefully put it in the teases. To catch me off guard so I would, that I would say it at the I, end, be like, have a great day, y'all. And every time I'd be like, have a wonderful day. <laughs> she, I couldn't I couldn't get her. No, one, I, I think one time it made you like kind of like stumble a little bit, but you didn't you still didn't say it. That, can I I miss those teases, you writing out those teases. I, I'll, I'll send Lauren a bunch. <laughs> well, now we just kind of like wing it. Oh, really? We're back to that. Remember like we did that, which loved those because mm-hmm. those were just like slap happy, like and now we just kind of wait and yeah Ex- explain uh for those who don't know what a tease is well like a post show so you know you do the morning show and then after you kind of like tease the next day well now we we run our teases as like a spot in the nine o'clock show and i don't know you really like you took pride in those teases like you wrote them every day and you were like hold on i have to write the teases and I was probably at the time like, oh, God, just come on. Now I'm like, oh, God, wish Carter could write. Because they were, like, cool and fun and creative and interesting. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, sometimes I watched it back. I was there this weekend, and they ran the – and I was like, oh. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd, also know, I'd also think, like, okay, what is – like when are these airing like what what people were watching like what show is on if it's like football and it's leading into the next week you know and so i would kind of write around what's what's happening and who's going to be watching and trying to write towards that audience exactly yeah we we probably lack that (laughs) and and yeah and just kind of segueing off that that's that's what i always kind of got recognized for and like it's weird being it's weird being, I wouldn't even call myself like was locally famous. It was local news famous in that you would go somewhere and you feel people looking at you. That. That. You, and no. you, they, they know they know you from somewhere, but they can't put their finger on it. And I've had people be like, hey, where are you from? No, what, what do you do? How do I know you? Like, I don't know. How do you know me? Well, actually, then, of course, I had, oh, do you watch the news? No, I don't watch the news. Do you watch Saints games? Yeah, I watch Saints games. That. That's where. So, like a little commercial right after Sands Game, like, tune in, Monday, 5 o'clock, blah, 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 blah. Even that sounded more energetic and fun. Uh, so Jace is the one that will be like, what, 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 what is he staring at? And I'm like, I don't know. And then it, I, to this day, forget. Like, I forget. And it, But then after a while, you're like, oh, they're trying to figure out, how do I know you? Like, mm-hmm. whereas Al, 
it doesn't matter what he's wearing what it, you you just know he, he'll be at costco in the parking lot and people are like where's Allie bear like because of his little, little right. thing now um that is so true and no i feel like you are very um like creative in your writing but like in a in a just a a fun way i guess i don't know like yeah. in a way I well i was because a I was writing towards the audience who i thought was watching b i was trying to show that we were worth watching something fun and and the vibe i was trying to put out of what i wanted the show to be that's yeah. what i was trying to write towards in those 30 second 15 second little teases and you could also um which again it's so funny it's one of those until it's gone type things where you're like oh uh, you know, we have tons of guests, like different types of people and different, and, and we each kind of had our own, like, okay, you take this mm-hmm. type of guest, I'll take that. And I mean, yeah, we could interchange if need be, but it just, I don't know. It made for like a good show because we just understood that. Right. right? And there's only there's probably only a couple times where like you and I would maybe argue over who's going to get a certain guest, but that was that was far in between. Yeah, but it was probably never it, like who it was like. It was probably more about like who the guest was, like not what they're talking about. Like oh, this is a fun person. I want to like. No, it was have more fun. so like, gosh, this is our thirty seventh guest of the morning, Al. Like, like who? Where is this right, right. From? It, it, it's less about who wants it how more. Like, who dog, wants it? Lo- how many dogs can I text my husband today and be like, can he come home with us? Like, because remember that we had thousands of dogs. Y'all still, y- y'all still do that? Uh, we just brought it back on on Fridays and. Is it with Acadia Animalade or? No, it is with, um, <laughs> I never could say it. It's like the uh, Animals 4 Vermilion AVVA, you know. Oh, yeah, the, right. And they do a fabulous job. In Abbeville? Uh, I don't know if they're still in Abbeville. But they're Vermilion Parish? I think, or? yes, okay. and I think there might be new, like a new, not owner, but just someone who runs it. No, like. The dogs are like bathed, and they come with. Oh no, they're they're wonderful. No, I, I do the same thing. Still text him every Friday, a picture of the dog. Do we need him? <laughs> he doesn't well, always respond, but yeah, I, he's he's probably wise not to respond. No, he is because like, or I mean, otherwise it's just like lol. You know, I don't H- know. how's how's Eli, your black lab? Sweet baby Eli, he's wonderful. Love him. He's just the best. They tell me all the time, like, are you ever gonna bring him to work? I'm like, can't. Can't do it. He thinks he's a lap dog. How is your knuckles sweet angel? How's my greyhound knuckles? He is a sweet long boy. He now lives in a house with a pit bull, and how's that? It's been great for him, honestly, because he was as, timid. You had to teach him. He was a retired racer, uh, and you had to teach him how to be a dog because all he knew what to do was sit in a kennel and run. Uh, didn't have any. I like. Still a little freaked out with like spatial things, but he, had, he didn't even know how to play. And so with a pit bull, which is all they want to do, is just like, poke, 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 play, 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 play. He's, he's now starting to, to play and do what some things. What about the day you brought him in? Uh, brought him in and a couple he times. Couldn't, no, uh, well, right, yeah. He was like, like full Bambi on ice. Like he yes. can't, like, like certain, that certain floors. That showed up on my timeline the other day. I was like, oh. But then he did run away once, didn't he? Yeah, I did because the whole everybody was in shambles. Knuckles ran away, and I'm like, what? Yeah, and then was, we get on and yeah, I was, I was late that morning because well, I was late a, f- a few mornings, but mm. <laughs> I think this was after the fact. It was after. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. Um, he ran away. It was. It was uh, yeah, I remember he never, he never. We were all sharing it. <laughs> oh yeah, he did run away once. That's right. That's yeah. right. Oh I, okay, I was staying at a buddy's house. It felt real. Yeah, no, that was real. Yeah. 
Um, but he was in one of the back neighborhoods off of West Bayou Parkway, just hanging out in some lady's backyard. From your house? No, no, no. no I was dog sitting for our, our friend who lived over there. Yeah, I don't think he'd go far, huh? No. Uh, <laughs> good thing he didn't. Um, but I'm just driving around, and I just see, I just happen to, like, just really nice house, gated area, and I just of see course, this lady. he's a smart guy. Yeah, and, and this lady's like, hey, is this your dog? He just came into my backyard, like... <laughs> Like, I don't know how he even got back there. Like, I hopped, like, a, walked across a little tiny bridge over a giant ditch and just was, he was just trying stuck. to find his way to, you know, steaks for dinner. And that's so funny. So getting close to uh, wrapping up here, Alex, yeah. I really appreciate sitting down with me. Um, what are some of the questions that you get the most? Because we know, like, once you get in it, I already said, like, once you see the sausages made, it's not so glamorous about. But still, there's kind of that illusion, like, oh, you're on TV. Wow. Like, what are some of, like, the most common questions that people ask you that you have to, like, okay, it's not, it's not okay, like that. Okay, so first, it's always, what time do you wake up? What time do you wake up in the morning? That's always, obviously, the first one. And, you know, at this point, it is my life. It is. I've been doing it for what, like five years now. For a five a.m. show, you wake up at what time now? <laughs> so, like, my first alarm goes off at like two fifteen. Um, try to leave my house by like three fifteen. So then, by the time I get there, and then you, I mean, we get ready at work. You're, you're getting ready was a lot easier than mine. Yes. Um, and then yes, then we just go through the the show and whatnot um but that's always the biggest question i get a lot of <laughs> uh okay do you do your own hair and makeup mm-hmm. always get that yes we do get tail every morning I, that's when i question why do i do this only then it, when i'm doing my hair at 4 a.m also i get a lot of i mean now i get a lot of the like do you like your co-anchor i get that a lot mm-hmm um, I'm trying to think. I, I feel like those are the biggest ones, though. Like, just with the morning, at least. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I got so many times, hey, who does your hair and makeup? I was like, that's well, me, but <laughs> Not well, but I do it. It is me, yeah. Those, yeah, I feel like those are the biggest ones. I don't know. Can you think of one? Like, what did people ask you often? It's always the, the what time do you get up? Right. It's uh, another one is, uh, like, wow, do you, you write all of that? Oh, that is another one. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't write all those scripts. Right, none of it really. No, because I just look over it. Because I mean, there's only so much news you can put out in a small market from here, and then you then let's let's say News 15 for example. You're an NBC and a Fox market, so you're getting scripts from national, from NBC, from Fox, and you're not writing those. Maybe you can go in quickly beforehand and edit a few things here and there, but for the most part. The, the producers writing most of your, your copy or or some, someone else and it's so funny because lauren literally writes i mean we are like one at this point okay so she because when you left i was solo anchoring that four-hour show for like seven months naturally she picked up on like things i say and and uh yeah like at this point i mean it's pretty because that's that that's something interesting too i guess is you have to write the way you talk like Mm -hmm. or you're supposed to at least so like it's very hard to read someone else's writing if it's if it's not you like if you haven't made the little changes right um but our producer lauren i mean she says all the time like i learned to write how you and carter spoke right just worked she's She's wonderful. 
But that, I feel like that's the biggest. Those are the biggest. Um, I feel like there are some other ones. Maybe like something to do with like the, the teleprompter or something like that. Like, are, are you just memorizing all that? No, no, I'm reading. That's something. And remember when your mom came and <laughs> she, what were we doing? After the show, we went to look for suits and stuff, yeah. the three of us. And she's like, you guys, you're probably y'all. Um, that was wild. The fact that you are manning a four-hour show, prompter this, that, listening to people. Your camera operator is doing, like, the full-blown Dougie with the music in the corner. <laughs> You've got guests in and out, Al screaming, like, coffee's ready, dogs, like, full chaos, and yet... And almost, just, yeah, almost just numb to it, just like, yeah, no, like, and it's so true. chaos going on all around me at all times. And and so many people say that. I remember m when my mother-in-law came one day, she brought my niece and nephew for a segment we were doing. She was like, that is what, like, that's crazy that, that you're able to do all that, like run from here and come back to here. It's just what we, do. you know, you don't think anything of it. Well, let's do a couple of uh, okay. quick little rapid fire questions. Okay. All right. Um, favorite reality show? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. I mean, just yeah, can I just how much say, time you got? Can I just say bravo? Can I just <laughs> bravo you check? Bravo okay. check. Mm -hmm. Favorite Louisiana dish? I love crawfish. I love gumbo. And this king cake time that's happening right now, I thrive. Live for the king cakes. Have you been drunk on a parade route? <laughs> you should have said, have you been sober on a parade route? I mean, <laughs> which think, by the way. You have to think about that one. Huh, I don't have a. I, that's another thing. I do love the whole Mardi Gras. I, I love it. Just drinking in the streets and throwing. It's just so, it's, it, you have to, for people that are not from me, like for you guys, it's like, huh, Mardi Gras, should we take a trip? If you're not from here, you I can't even express to you how cool it is. Just all of it. Like the fact that thousands of people in a town like Lafayette or I mean gosh, Youngsville, I really want to go to that one year, but it's always the same time as as ours, but it's just so cool. It's very cool. Yeah, how do you how do you how do you talk about Mardi Gras to your friends from back home? I I just want to bring everyone. Like I want them to experience it, but cuz I've been on both sides of it like and you can't help it's funny like if you're 55 i'm sure and like they're like to yeah, get with me. or if you're like on the floor i don't know i just think it is so cool and everyone you, always says like oh yeah like we want to come but i don't know and you've ridden you've ridden parades yeah for the last like four this will be like the fifth fifth year you've been to a mardi gras ball yeah yep those are fun Okay, so they're super fun, but I made a terrible mistake once of going to the ball. So our, can I say, the Bonaparte ball is on Monday night every every year. I made the mistake one time of going to the Bonaparte ball and then going to work the next day. Were you on the morning show? I was... Not on the morning show, but I had to go in early to run live shots for Jamie. I haven't been to the ball since. That is it, because obviously you're not going to for work. I mean, we have fun with Mardi Gras at work. Like, that's a blast. Like, you want to be there for that. So I'm not going to take off 
and I will never do that again. So, no, I, I haven't been. I went, like, two or three times, but they're fun. Favorite athlete? Oh. Wow. Okay. In any sport? Any sport. Huh. Wait, that is a that's a really tough one. To no one on the Browns. <laughs> I do like Joe Thomas. Really would love to see him. That glow up by Joe. It just goes to show you like how like how like athletic those offensive linemen are that like Sick. they're they're so big, but it's because they, they have to eat so much to and then like once they stop playing Wild. just boom. And he is just like unrecognizable. Favorite athlete. Just say LeBron. I do like LeBron. I do like LeBron. I don't know if he's my favorite, though. Huh. That championship run had to have been pretty awesome, though. Yeah. No, it really was. It would It would be nice to, uh, I don't know, win something again, <laughs> you know? But, yeah, you guys don't have baseball. I mean, you have the Astros, and they're just, they're solid, so. Uh, who's your favorite athlete of all time? Drew Brees. Hmm. Duh. I don't know. Like, the love fest for Joe Burrow, like, you were right there with all the girls today that, like, you know, because he is, like, an icon. Like, the girls love Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on TikTok. Oh, yeah, you are. No one, no, one, no one at work is. See? That's what I mean right here. <laughs> I'm just like a lone ranger. I'll bring up the sports stuff. Like, hey, who watched the, you know, college Oh, that was last night. I'm like, I'll just go. You still listen to Best Friends Pod? Oh yeah, I don't. I don't. BFFs. BF, yeah, BFFs. Mm-hmm. Tonight at eight, so it drops tomorrow. Oh my god, I'm like two. I, that's my favorite podcast for sure. That's. I mean, I I never listened to a full episode, but that's my favorite podcast to see clips from. Yeah. They 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 always they find something job. like a nice and spicy or on TikTok. Well, and I mean. What's cool about it is half the time Portnoy has no clue who the people are. He yeah. does not know who they're talking about. He's like, "So let me get this straight. You were famous because why? I mean, it's just fun. It's like, it's oh, cool. I I danced for ten seconds, and, literally, and then people liked that dance, and so I just made a career off of doing that. You saw the girl on TikTok that does the um, get ready with me morning show, and she's got bajillions of views. Wow. No, Carter, it's, it's me. It's literally me. Like, what she does is, like, you'd be like, yeah, that's how, that's it. Mm -hmm. And her, I think I showed you her before, and I showed you her co-anchor, because this is at, at when I knew you were leaving after I begged you not to a couple times. Begged. Uh, she, I was like, this co-anchor, like, he kind of reminded me of it. He was just very sarcastic. Like, she would do things, and he'd be like, oh, like, it was just funny. But anywho, yeah, she got, like, millions and millions of views people were like obsessed with it sending it to me constantly like is this real life and i'm like you have no idea but yeah she because of all this she's like in houston now like their lead anchor wow on their top show there yeah. you go that's all you had to do was just record yourself in the mornings are you gonna <laughs> wait so i have to ask a couple questions really okay quick. so like what are what are we doing here what is the what is the what's the end game with all this so well with the this particular show or the the Podcast. So this no. show, well, let's start there. So what's what's to come for this show? So this show is kind of where I, I guess, for lack of a better term, Joe Rogan it, where, like, if there's someone who Love fascinates it. me uh, of any sort of 
background or, or topic or you know let's say there's something going on and someone's trying to promote something yeah. and I, I, I like that then i want to bring them in i just want to talk to it have a so conversation cool. and that that's kind of just what i want to do and just have kind of remove the veil of some things just have a nice raw honest conversation Love and that. and uh that has to do with acadiana really or south louisiana or even if there's like a, a national topic of you know something that we're all kind of dealing with i want to bring some sort of local expert on to kind of expound upon that like mental health or or uh, the which is huge. drug abuse or whatever it might be you huge know advocates like, for that right i want it to be fun but if, if i need to like get into like a serious topic like, i can put that hide on and what, whatever it is it might evolve into hopefully out of, out of this closet at some point but that's kind of what i want this this show to be um just I like so, that i like that that's so awesome and you'll be very good at that yeah and that's I mean, that's kind of bringing it all first full circle that's that's really why i left i thought having a a full honest conversation is a better way of communication than whatever minute and a half you have to tell a full story on the news. It's not their fault. It's part of the structure of how it is, but you got, sure. you got to cut corners for like a big story. You can't talk to everybody no, and when I get true. to the nitty gritty and, and you're on a timeline. So mm -hmm. like you, I mean, and also in this instant gratification world that we live in yeah. with TikToks and social media, I think it's, I think human beings crave that kind of long form conversation. I think yeah. it's why podcasts are so successful. It's why Joe Rogan's so successful live for the podcast, just no. talks to people with empathy and, and just, kind of removes the veil behind some of the bullshit that we have now with, with social media, these presenting a version of yourself out there. Yeah. And I, I, that's, that's why I'm really, I don't know where it goes, but hopefully it involves me just being able to do this for the rest of my life. Well, and this all came to fruition while on the desk at, we were on islands and you just yes. like be in your own world, like sketching thing. And I'd be like, what are you doing today? What, what's going on over there? Because again, two years of separate desks. They're like, I'm gonna start my own podcast. And I was like, okay. And then when you really were like, no, really, I am actually leaving. I was like, what? <laughs> and then you're like, no, I really am gonna do this podcast thing, which is so cool. Like I, I was just saying, I love your logo. I love Thank this. Thank you. It's, but yeah. it's so awesome to see it all come to yeah, fruition Well, I appreciate you. that. Aside from the podcast, you know, I want Acadian and Cast to be a place for anyone who wants to get into the podcast game or just wants to have their voice heard. I wanna create a platform for them to do so. Very cool. Um, and so I, hopefully this is the kind of flagship show of it all. We have some great podcasts on right now. The Poker Room with Pac-Man James back there on the ones and twos. Um, Unwoken with Scott Davis. We have Free Maddie podcast, which I need to talk to Maddie um, soon. Start getting some more content out. Uh, then we have, we're developing another one right now called Not So Virgin Cocktails which will be out soon. Cool name. Featuring uh, two girls who are in kind of the restaurant business, the service industry, oh, working cool. at Vestal Restaurant. And, nice. And they kind of want to bring in like the, the bartender meets the the patron. I think that's great. Kind of thing. and like Yeah, you need some some girls. Yes, for sure. That's uh, very cool. And they bring a, a great a great aspect of it. And then hopefully, you know, just, just build more and more and more on top of it. Of course, the tea, I mentioned that earlier. Um, but yeah, if, yeah. So like sports radio stuff for you. Is that like a I, I definitely want to have a, a sports show at some point. Um, I mean, we have got so much access to sports around here. Um, I would I want to develop a UL show, uh, just kind of focusing it on Cajun sports. Um, I'm going to start my own little thing where it's probably going to be mostly remote interviews, but mm -hmm. I want to I want to do a show where I'm talking to people in sports media and about them you know about like their careers in sports media and like funny in interesting stories about dealing with athletes oh yeah or things oh like god that. there'd be some great ones right but you should definitely do something in that well, i'll just never forget we were at that lab we did just submit something for that by the way but we were good we were at that at a time where we didn't have a submission 
was weird. Somehow you didn't have to go, but Adam and I did. Yeah, I don't know how I got out of that. Oh, I think you had Secret Studio or said you had Secret Studio. But anyway, I remember this guy that kept winning all these sports awards. And at the time, I was thinking, like, kind of reminds me of Carter. Like, I don't know. I think you could do it and be very good at it and still, like, enjoy sports and yeah. not have it be like your yeah. job right. slash life. I, I don't want to have to go to uh, I, high school football the head coach's office at like two o'clock in the afternoon while he's no, getting ready for practice no, and whatnot. None of that. <laughs> but what you could do though is then just, you know, well in Cleveland we call it Browns Therapy Monday, but then you just I don't know, you have some show and you just get to complain about all things Saint I mean that that is fun. I do I do love the culture of like sports fans just bitching. Yeah, but you also like you you know a lot. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> My husband always says to me, Alex, like, there's a difference between fans, like the average fan, and then what you are. <laughs> like, there's there's a difference. Because when, when I get excited when people are like, oh, yeah, I'm a huge Saints fan or I'm a huge whatever, to me that means, okay, so you are like me. Like, you lived – you are, are like – I mean, we were like that. Like, we were very – like I said, it ruined your week if – the Saints lost on Sunday. Yeah, no, I've, I've gotten better at dealing with that. Uh, but it's, God, even like last night, I stayed up late to watch the Pelicans game, and then they kind of... Blew it. Yeah. Who was it, the Nuggets? The Nuggets, so they didn't really blow it. They just, they were just down, and they yeah. still don't have Zion. It's a whole fucking thing. Yeah, no, I know. Y'all were telling me that for how long. Like, oh, God. Anyway, no, he's very good. But but that's kind of what I... So... Yeah, I'll, I'll have some sort of sports thing where I can, yes. I can scratch that itch. That, that's that's part of the... You should. The, they're going to be down the line. Do you do the high school thing, though? I still yeah, broadcast uh, uh, Southside football. That's so cool. They were. I want to create like a sports, sh a sport, uh, coaches show for for that head coach, for like Southside fans to call yes. in and you know, do something like that. That'd be fun. A lot of ideas in the works. We'll see how yeah. it goes. But I'm glad you were part of episode numero uno of Acadia and Cast Presents. Me too. I, except, I don't know where you, I, like, I'm now going to go home and like find that, delete that. <laughs> what? Yeah, just go search. I was worse on YouTube. Look. Oh. That was easy as that. I thought they were private, though. Nope, not private. Maybe there was some settings changed and they didn't tell you. You know, but, I'm still as tech savvy as ever, right? Yeah, I know, I'm, okay. I know you aren't. Right. Uh, so real quick, if uh, just tell people where they can go you know, follow the show and whatnot. Uh, News 15 today, weekday mornings. You know the gig. No, it's <laughs> weekday mornings from 5 to 9. And really, we do. We have so much fun. See it's how great. easy it is, Carrie, to just like flip that switch right there and turn into like your broadcast. When voice. I tell you, we would go from full-blown arguments about... The Browns will be nothing. They're always nothing. They'll forever be nothing. And welcome back. Welcome back. Let's get a check of the weather here. Stormtrack 50 meteorologist Adam Olivier. Yeah, poor Adam's just like, I just got to... Now I got to go on after you two lunatics turn? are yes. screaming. That is literally how it went. But <laughs> so fun. Like I look like... Those will always be like my best memes. Those were those were fun times. Great memes. News fifteen today, five to nine every weekday. Alex Horstel. Last question. Yeah. Gotta, are, would you ever get back into news? Probably not. But I didn't know I would ever be going off on my own at any point. So it's always an option. Mm -hmm. My uh, my immediate gut answer says no, but this could all crash and burn. It won't, but... I still have that degree. <laughs> so very true, but it's always there, right? Like, you done it once, you can do it a hundred times. It's over, always right? there. Well, this is the first and last episode <laughs> of Acadia and a Cast Presents. <laughs> I'll be back on the air Monday morning. See you there, guys. 
Hey, thanks for tuning into the show. Since you made it this far, might as well give us a like, a follow, a subscribe, you know, whatever you got to do to alert you that there's a new episode out. <laughs> Look, it helps us grow and it allows us to give you the content that, well, you deserve. If you want to be a sponsor, if you want to be a guest, if you just want to berate me, hey, all goes to the same place. Info at AcadianaCast.com. Email info at AcadianaCast.com. And for more locally sourced podcasts, go to AcadianaCast.com. Bye.